Hello again, folks. This episode of Ask a Black Guy is brought to you by our brand new partners and sponsors, Stateside Vodka. Absolutely. Stateside Vodka is the fastest craft spirit growing company in Pennsylvania. And better than that, they're actually stationed in Philadelphia. Did you know that? They're in Kinsden, Old Kinsden, 1700 North Hancock. That's right. It is potentially the smoothest vodka I've ever drank in my life. No yeah, bullshit. No shit. It's distilled seven times, bro. So to get put it into perspective, Great Goose is distilled five times. Ciroc is distilled five times. This costs half both those bottles, and it's distilled seven times. Sing this, it, brother. This is smoother than oils on a baby's ass sliding on a glass of ice in the wintertime. And I know something about smooth. This shit is gluten-free and is with minerals and electrolytes. The same amount of electrolytes as Gatorade. So you can drink and be taken care of, hydrated, and, you know, be drinking. You can't beat that. Stateside vodka. You got to get some. Absolutely. You buy it online right now, which is one of the few ways to actually purchase this due to COVID. They are doing delivery and pickup. All you got to do, go online, statesidevodka.com. Type in our promo code, AABG10. AABG10 at checkout. And you will get a 10% off coupon. Roboto Vodka. Stateside Vodka. This is definitely the smoothest vodka I've ever tasted in my life. You guys definitely need to jump on it and try it out. And then comment on the show. Let us know how you like it. All right, folks, check it out. StatesideVodka.com. Stay hydrated. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The Ask a Black Guy podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Old Brother, located at 206 Market Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19106. Why, Old Brother? Because Old Brother has the best cheesesteaks in Old City. When you ask about who has the best cheesesteaks in the city, you have to start mentioning Old Brother. I walked in there the other day. I asked the associate who is super kind. What do you guys specialize in? He said, we specialize in cheesesteaks and we specialize in French fries. I said, what do you mean you specialize in French fries? They have a whole list of exotic French fries. Everything from bacon and cheese to truffle French fries. Garlic Parmesan truffle French fries. Have you ever had such a thing? Oh my God. Talk about the food. I bought a cheesesteak. I bit into the cheesesteak. The cheesesteak was delicious. I'm six feet, 330 pounds. I think I know a thing or two about good food. An old brother definitely has good food. And you know why? It starts with their ingredient. They use fresh, never frozen ingredients. They never have any leftovers. And they use 100% ribeye meat. Nothing but the fresh quality. They use ribeye meat, shaved ribeye to make their cheesesteaks. Man, I've been into the cheesesteak the other day and the beef was so good. I swear it tastes like the cow was raised by both his parents. You need to try it. For the best cheesesteaks in the city, you need to go and try Old Brother. Again, that's 206 Market Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19106. You can go to their website, oldbrother.com, or you can call them on the phone and place an order at 215-515-3255. And the best thing about them all is BYOB. So you can have a little libation while you're having a cheesesteak nation. And when you get there, tell them, ask a black guy sends you. folks welcome back another installment of ask a black guy good morning ladies and gentlemen good afternoon good evening good late morning whenever time you listen to this hello how are you how do you do it was a good morning for me yeah yeah <laughs> Until okay morning for me too. I show up for a scheduled recording mm-hmm. of this episode, and I call smooth. Mm-hmm. Planned it the night before. 
Yep. He goes, yeah. Yeah, Slim, just come on over. Give me a call when you're here. This is true. I show up. Right on schedule time. Couple minutes later. How many fucking times (laughs) did I call you before you let me in your house? Today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And let's not talk about what happened yesterday. We you never me, answer the phone. You called me seven times today. <laughs> I didn't wake up yesterday. Well, no. So to, to be fair, I work overnight. I don't get off of work until three in the morning or five in the morning. This asshole wants to record at seven in the morning. So guess who's knocked out sleep and trying to stay up? Me. Let's see how this will work if we started recording at four in the morning when I get off of work or six in the morning when I get off of work. When your ass is, uh, I start work at 5 a.m. You work day shift. I work overnight. You fucking jackass. Listen, this was just as much your idea as it was mine. No, it was not. It was your idea. You're like, how about I come over in the morning? I disagree because it's easier. Well, we we can't get our we can't align our schedules to get a show out. So it's hard to get the schedule out. So I figured. If this was easier for you, then I would make the sacrifice and stay my ass up and they have to go back to work at 3 p.m. or 5 p.m. after, you know, staying up after getting off at 5 a.m. to record with your motherfucking ass. Did you or did you not agree? There was terms. I did agree. But don't don't say it like I'm just some lazy asshole just, you know, being irresponsible. Motherfucker, I was asleep. I was Two days in a row. Well, yesterday I didn't answer the phone. I was, I apologize for that. I was, you, I was knocked out. I didn't hear it at all. Today I almost missed it again. <laughs> I, when it was happening for a second time, I was losing my mind. I was like, this motherfucker. Well, I'm just, <laughs> He's not answering his phone. I'm just going to give you a key now. So you just walk in. Like Announce right. yourself, though. Don't just walk in my house. I'm going to walk right in your room. I got a lock on my door, so you're not getting in my room. Hey, Smooth. I'm here. You will, I will wake up to an automatic throat in my hand. It is subconsciously my hand is going to come up and grab your throat. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not good. So, I don't know. I was I asleep, like man. Maybe I was a victim of CP there. CP time. No, I didn't go anywhere. You, you came to me. I just, <laughs> I was asleep. I'm sleeping, man. No breakfast, and I'm starving right now. My stomach is balling right now. You're starving. a big man. I need to eat. You want to get big? You got to eat big. No, I don't want to get big. I need to get small. I need to lose weight. <laughs> drop some weight. I want to. I want to get down to like two forty-five, two fifty. Wow. And hold. What's that? 60 pounds for you? Mm, 70. I'm 330 now. Oh, it's 80. That's big weight for 80, you. 80, 85. Yeah. Mm, I I need to get it done. I'm getting I'm older. Be, you'd be a cut up dude if you weighed that. I'll probably just be a short, smaller, fatter version of myself. Why would you be shorter? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't would know. you shrink? I would just be a, a, a smaller, fat version of myself. That doesn't make sense. Well, you got to do it right. If you don't do it right, you'll lose muscle and uh, body fat. And you'll be the same shape, just smaller mass. I've been trying to help you out for years. Motherfucker, you're 112 pounds. You're not helping me. Please. You don't understand the struggles. What size pants do you wear? What size, what size is your pants? Depends on the brand. What size pants do you wear on average? 31. That child was wearing a 36 in eighth grade. <laughs> Fuck you. I wear a 46. 31. I'm almost twice your size. Pants. <laughs> help me. You can't help me. <laughs> you can't help me do shit. Skinny ass. Just, I hate skinny people, man. I'm just trying to make you... What? Understand that the decisions you make on a daily basis affect what's happening right now. 
I will never be your size. I don't give a fuck how many proper decisions I, I know make. that. I'm not telling you to be my size. Yeah, you're skinny. <laughs> but when you go and get a giant fucking tuna sub from Wawa at four Listen, in the morning. <laughs> I was hungry last night and I didn't have anything in the house and I was starving. And I went with tuna versus a meatball sub. No discipline. There's not no discipline. I didn't have anything to eat last night and I was starving. Mm. I didn't have anything prepared. All I'm saying is don't act like my skinny ass is skinny because of genetics or something. I work on it. Were you ever a fat kid? I was. I was actually a fat kid. When? I was. Basically all through high school and college. I want to see pictures of this. I call bullshit. I was 210 pounds in college. And it was not muscle. I was beer, belly. All I could wear was straight up sweatpants. I never, I couldn't even fit in the pants that I actually packed to bring with me to college. You think that's fat? For me, it is. Bitch, I was 189 in eighth grade. Eighth grade! <laughs> I'm not, Fuck you! We're two different body types. What I'm telling you, <sighs> 210 on me mm-hmm. is sloppy. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't, but um, I'm for purposes of this conversation. I'll show you, I'll show you some pictures of me. I want college. pictures. I was a little tubby asshole. That's probably why your wife turned you down when you first asked her out. Probably. I started losing weight. <laughs> She's like, ah. Yeah. So, I, I started losing weight. Right larger when I, met her. What I like. And I got back to being like a normal size and understanding the value of nutrition and making right calls. Mm. And you know what I did? Stop drinking beer. Well, Whiskey and vodka. That's what I started drinking in college. That's what you switched to? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How'd that work out for you? Well, I mean, look, look at this specimen right here. That's before you. What does that say? All I see is hair and legs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like these shirts? Uh, those are our shirts. They're very uh, culturally appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying I'm dressed like a fucking white dad. <laughs> That's what you're saying right now. I'm just saying your, your outfit is very culturally appropriate. I like it. But you couldn't pull it off is what you're saying. Oh, I could pull it off. It's not something I would... You know, oh. It would be my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, but I like it, though. I've commented on your outfit multiple times, especially the other ones, when you, what you wear to work. I like, it. I like the way you put it together. Very nice. You no argument for me. All right. What so, are you fucking around with on your phone? You're always fucking around. I'm, I'm doing research. I always pulling up his fact. I'm always I'm always doing research. Did you find it? Did you find your fun black fact of the day? No, I should have did it before the show started, but I didn't. <laughs> so you're doing it right now. What is that? Was that? Were you mocking my laugh or something? Yes. That's my official white guy mocking laugh. That's horrible. Why? I don't know. This was bad. Don't be don't be like that. Don't be like that. That was funny when your mom called, by the way. <laughs> the speakerphone. My Mama mom, smooth. Yeah, my mom. I was supposed to go help her paint this morning. They're they're repainting the house. And uh, she texted me, oh, don't worry about it. I know you worked last night and, uh, you know, you've been up all night and you got to leave in a couple of days. You're going out of town. So don't don't worry about it. I, I, I'm just going to handle it. I'm reading the text like, this is bullshit. Uh, my mom doesn't give a fuck <laughs> if I worked overnight, if I work four days straight in a row with no sleep, whatever she needs done, she wants me to do regardless. I immediately saw through it and said, I said, Slim, this is bullshit. My mom, uh, this means that my mom didn't do what she was supposed to do on her end before I got there today. And that's why she canceled it. 
And then sure enough, I call her. And I'm like, Mom, what are you talking about? I'll come over anyway. Well, no, because I got to move this from this. And I didn't put these into this. And I didn't do this. I'm like, yep, I called it. I knew it. And it's funny because uh, she was on speakerphone and, and Slim was talking to her. And my mom has got that classic uh, mom voice, you know, when they meet new people, they put that nice representative voice on. Oh, hey, how are you? Praise be the Jesus. How are you? What's going on today? I'm like, mom, that is bullshit. You do not talk like that. She said... That's how she normally talks. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, I'll tell you, my sisters would verify that mom does not talk like that. That is a funny thing. Moms do do that. Yeah, they put this fake, I haven't whooped his ass ever in my life <laughs> voice on to try to woo the new people in life. You Make know, them feel comfortable. It, yeah, and then boom, back at it. Nice try, mom. <laughs> not going not gonna to let that slide. I got my ass whooped plenty of days by you. Plenty of days, I say. And you wasn't using that voice. There's a there's a different voice. So you got the nice you got the nice voice today. You got a nice mom. Mama Smooth is all right in my book. No, she's all right in my book too. But I will call her out when I'm not near her, so she won't smack me if I'm close. I'll shut shut up. But it was over the phone, so I'm not afraid. She would have smacked your ass with that big ass spoon hanging on the wall. Goddamn right. <laughs> my mom, my mom whooped my ass with whatever she get her hands on. Whatever's close, it's uh in play. Yeah. So, you learned a lot of that's that's probably why uh black people are really good athletes. Cause their parents will whoop your ass with whatever they get their so hands on. So we're very good at like ducking, dodging, weaving, spreading. reactive. Yeah, very reactive. Very reactive. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Speaking Being an athlete mm-hmm. I saw uh, You posted a pretty good run the other day Around Washington Square Oh I like that transition yes I uh, I run around Washington Square every Almost every night At least six times a week And uh, It was like four miles It's good yeah. See? Yeah. See people that's an example of a good decision. Well oh, done, Smith. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what pissed me off last night when we were talking about now I go out here every night and I run every night. I usually run with one of my uh coworkers or whatever, but last night I was by myself. And I was running, and this is what pissed me off. And I and I and I debated if I was gonna talk about it or not. But uh I was running and I get to the corner and I slow down a little bit. And these two white women are in front of me. And I see one's crossing the street and one's like stopping in the middle of the street, digging in a pocketbook. And I'm I'm walking at this point. I slow down. And I see I see the one look at me. And I hear her say to her girlfriend, we're not even 30 yards away. It's like, hurry up, there's a black guy behind you. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? No, they didn't. The lady, yeah, yes. The fucking lady looked at me. And scudding across the street. I'm like, you fucking bitch. I'm like, no, I was pissed. I was like, I was like, wait. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, did they really just do that? I'm like, all right, well, maybe I try to give them benefit of the doubt. I'm like, well, maybe it was dark. They see the man and it was like, all right, let's just get across the street. But I'm like, I live, I live right here. Bitch, I've been here right here for the last two years. Like, I got, I was mad. Like, I started to yell. I start. This is what I literally legit started. Out. I started to say, "Ain't nobody after you, lady." I, black people live around here too. I started to say that. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, "I was like, man, fuck these bitches," and I just kept on about my run. And I was like, "I heard her say it." I'm like, "Cause the black guy behind you." I'm like, "Lady, look behind me, behind her. Look right at me, and just fucking sped walk across the street." <laughs> First of all, I'm not after you, and if I was after you, you're not getting away from me. Especially not with that bullshit. If I wanted you, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have fucking did whatever I wanted to. I was so pissed. So fucking pissed. But I told you, I hate this fucking neighborhood. Uh, oh, I was pissed. Pissed. I, oh, you fucking, I don't want to keep calling her a bitch, but I was, that's how I felt. I was mad. You know, I was, I was so mad. Let's dissect it a bit. First of all, what time of day was it? It was like midnight. So I'm thinking maybe 
all right, maybe I try to. I no, I try to give it a benefit of the doubt. I said maybe it was dark, it was late at night, but it was other people in the park too. Was it just me? There's like four people walking dogs and shit. Listen, it was dark out. Big, imposing, black guy creeping up behind him. Listen, I know where you're going with this, and I'm gonna start, <laughs> start this. I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna um, suggest that you go ch- choke on a bucket of dicks. <laughs> Because fuck you and fuck them. You saw where I was going with that? I saw exactly where you were going. <laughs> and I'm not allowing you to do that. Fuck that. No, that's horse shit. No, nope. seriously. That's fucked up. Uh, no shit. So, uh, like, when, when it happened, I was like, that didn't just happen. Now, how were you dressed? I was wearing orange and blue, bright fucking shorts, gray sneakers, a black t shirt, and I was just running. I was fucking literally running. They were probably freaked out because trying to figure out who the fuck runs at midnight running around in circles at midnight people run all the time there's a, there's other people walking out there and running all the time hmm. all the time okay I was like what the fuck I felt some kind of way about it and I wanted to lay into her ass and I literally had a I literally had an image of me cursing her ass out and then somewhere along the line the cops getting called <laughs> and I was like you know what fuck this I was mad though I was, I was fucking steaming so how old were these women? Uh, one was like mid 20s, maybe early 30s. Other one was definitely like 40s. Hmm. Yeah. Were they dressed up like they were clubbing? You know, they going out jeans for drinks? Regular clothes. I don't know. I, I can't say hmm. if they were in a, they had regular clothes on, uh, like jeans and a, and a shirt. I don't know. It wasn't, I really paid too much attention to it. After I heard what she said, I was like, fucking bitch, ain't nobody after you. <laughs> That's if I was after you, you can't get away from me. I can get you if I want to. That's what I understand. Like, you think people are trying to get you? If people want you, they're going to fucking get you. If I wanted that lady or any one of them, I could have had both of them and did whatever I want. Snatch their pocketbooks or whatever. You can't overpower me. You can't fucking outrun me. If I wanted to do damage to you or harm, guess what? I'm doing fucking damage or harm. They might be able to outrun you. There's not outrunning me. There's not a lot of people that can outrun me. <laughs> And those two definitely couldn't. I promise you they couldn't. I was fucking pissed. So what do you think the fear was? The fear... Because I was fucking black. Was that... No, I know. No, what because do you I, think thought was I, if, I thought... I honestly thought if I was a white dude running around that corner, I, I wouldn't have got that reaction. But what was it? Was it that they were digging in their pocketbook? No. And the friend- one was standing on the in sidewalk... Looking in my direction. The other one was standing in the street, just in her pocket, digging for whatever the fuck she was looking for. And do you think they thought that the pocketbook was your target? You were going to go and rob. I don't know. I didn't give it that much thought. I just heard her say, there's a black guy behind you. She looked behind me and fucking scuttles across the street. That's all I got. I was like, oh, fuck. And I heard her. That's the fucked up part. Like, if I wouldn't have heard her, I could just see it and assume. But I heard the bitch like, oh, this is, uh, oh, like, lady, nobody fucking wants you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm drenched in sweat. My hands are on my fucking head, like, and like almost trying to recover, catch my breath. And you fucking, and I'm in fucking workout clothes. Like, fuck you. I was so mad. My face is frowned up right now because I'm, I'm reliving it in my head. Like, <laughs> you're, I'm so, it. you're so I'm, upset. I am. I am. I am like fuck that lady. I told, I already told you. I get dirty fucking looks when I walk out my front door, and they no, just fucking stare at me like, like, yeah, and I'm just fucking. I get pissed. I'm like fuck you. Like you know what I want? I just want to carry a fucking satchel of rotten eggs and just be able to throw them at people. Like, <laughs> like fuck you, just fucking rotten eggs, bitch. Nah, splat. <laughs> or just a skunk. Like I, I can sick the skunk on somebody and they just spray them. Spray that motherfucker. A trained skunk? Yeah. To humiliate white people scared of black people? Yes. That's, that's and when they go thought. around, people will always know. Oh, what's that? Son? They're this person hates black people. <laughs> You're mocked. And it's not permanent. It, it, it goes off for what, like a week? So people know for a week, oh, you're an asshole. And then after a week, you can, you know, try to change your ways. If not, you'll get marked again. My thought is those two ladies are the same people 
they'd be marching right next to you with Black Lives no, Matter size. Not at all. Not the way that lady fucking reacted. You can tell she has no black friends. You don't think? No, fuck no. No. That See, I think it. in their heads, they feel bad about doing that. But well, it's such a reaction. Called, I almost called them out on it. I almost called them out. And I swear, yo, I, I was like. I wonder what would have happened. I bet well, they would have felt so bad. I, I wanted to yell like, ain't nobody after y'all, lady. My, I'm fucking living around here just like y'all do. That's what I started to say. Or I, I've never actually seen them before. I go out there every night. There's there's a a regular group of people who come out at a certain time. There's one dude that walks his dog. I know him and his dog. There's another lady that runs the same time I run. I know her. She's cool. I know like hey, you you come out, you see the same people. You might not speak at first, but the second or third time you're like, oh, all right. Hey, like you start to notice people when you speak, you know, but I've never seen these two before. Like, so you're either were passing through or whatever, but I was, I was fucking pissed. You know, I almost, I, I almost yelled across the, like to the point where I, I almost called them out for it. And I think I'm gonna start doing that. Just start calling people out for this shit. Like, man, fuck y'all. It's I weird because I've never had an experience like that. Like, I can't even. Oh, I get I, it all I, the time. I, I mean, I guess I could try to put myself in your shoes, but I really don't know what that feels like. No, I get it all the time, and it's to the point where I'm at the point where I'm just start calling people out for it because I'm tired of it. I, I wonder what their reaction would have been if you not calling them out in an aggressive manner. But what if you just casually went up, started a conversation? There's no walking up to him. You can't walk up to him. That's already fucked. What it's if to the point where no screamed. No, it's to the it's to the point hey, where excuse me when I'm out at night and I'm running and I see people. Especially white women walking, even they're walking the dogs. It's to the point where I'm already trained to just cross the street, alter my path drastically just to make these little assholes feel fucking safe. You do that? I have to. No, you don't. They can do it. No, I have to. Why? I have to. Because if I don't, whatever ensues after that, she will be automatically justified. If she turns around, pepper sprays me, turns around, her dog bites me, turns around, shoots me, she can say, oh, I was walking my dog and this large black guy was running at me at one o'clock in the morning. Automatically justified. They're coming right at me. Exactly. Fuck the fact that I'm in headphones on, full workout gear, bright color workout gear at that, sweating profusely. Clearly working out. Clearly working out. All that goes out the window. Because somebody will say, oh, she's a small white woman. This large black dude was running at her. Why are you covering your face? Oh, oh. This large black dude was running at her. And then, boom, she's automatically fucking (laughs) cleared. So this is shit that I have to, like, already subcom... These are thoughts that are already going through my mind as I go throughout my day. Like, okay, there's a white lady. Uh, I got to fucking cross the street. All right, here we go. It's dark. I know she's going to be a fucking asshole. Or she might be a fucking asshole. But you know what? Fuck it. Just avoid the whole thing. Cross the fucking street. Now I gotta alter my entire fucking route to make this lady feel fucking comfortable. That's yeah. how I'm already that's how I'm already preconditioned. Get out of the way to make white people feel comfortable. It's fucked up. Dude, I'm telling you right now, majority of white people have no clue <laughs> what that feels like. Me included. Oh, I was fucked up and I'm tired of it and start calling people out for their bullshit. Nobody's scared of my ass. Look at me. <laughs> 160 pounds and nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. That happened. Yeah, I'm fucking tired of it. Like, I, every time I walk out the door and I get dirty looks, I'm like, yes, black people fucking live here. I'm just going to start calling people out on it. You should. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Like, I was running with my... uh um, a co-worker like two weeks ago and he was saying something and I was like nah we don't do that that's how black people get the cops called on them and this white dude that was in front of us turned around and looked at me disgustedly mind your fucking business <laughs> you're probably the one who's gonna call the cops you fucking asshole like I'm not even talking to you mind your fucking business <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> the so. person you were running with he was white they, they were white Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my safety net <laughs> that's how you get out of it is that why you have so many white friends well I got so many white friends because of 
the shit that I'm into, the shit that I do, my adventures in life. Just well, you're yeah. gonna bring. And I'm just me. I'm just me. Like yeah. you love Hanson. I don't love Hanson. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I got a, I got a decent mix of friends. Not just white. I got white, black, I Asian, Spanish, Hispanic. It was a joke. Wait, no. Why are you so stiff right now? Because that bothered me, man. That that really fucking irked me. Those chicks last night. I was really upset. Like I'm not not bullshitting. Like upset to the point where I felt enraged. Like I was literally about to yell across the street at one in the morning. How do you fix twelve o'clock? Is it? I don't think you can. I don't know, man. I'm over. I'm over. I'm over explaining myself to white people. Like explaining. Mm, I guess like, we're gonna shut the show down, in because that's the whole point of this fucking show. No, I, I'm just saying, like, I'm over. I'm over. Like trying to fix white people problems with black people. I'm done with that. Like, like, well, I don't think it's possible in certain circumstances. Like, you know, how are you gonna fix that lady's outlook? Only way you could do it by checking her ass. Like, I should have fucking did it. Yeah, but so. doesn't that just feed into her fear? No, because go fuck yourself, lady. That's just an irrational fear. No, it's not. It's just bullshit. I tell you what, it comes to social media too. What I learned about social media, I've never realized how many racist ass keyboard warriors hide behind fucking computers and keyboards on social media. Well, this is that goes into what we talked about on the last episode, which was my dislike for social media. That's one one of my biggest problems with it is it's so easy to hide behind a keyboard. And type out every single thing that crosses your dumbass mind. I'm tired of people. You know? So I just don't subject myself to it. Yeah. I don't want to partake in it and I don't want to read it. Mm. And I don't think there's a lot of benefit in it. I think if used properly, social media is a great thing. Uh, It does give people a platform and a voice, but it's abused. And there's no accountability for facts. You can just say whatever the fuck you want. You're right. And that that's not helping anybody. That's absolutely right. Um, and you could also stay in your bubble and your echo chamber very easily by just scrolling over shit you don't agree with. Mm. And you're only going to read the stuff that you do like. Or vice versa. Maybe you only read the shit that you hate and gets you all fired up. Right? Yeah, that's me. And it just gets you more fired up. That's, just that's you. That's me. I get fucking fired up, man. Like, so I don't read social media. I don't scroll social media. I don't use social media. That's why. I used to. I deleted all my accounts. And I'll tell you what. My headspace is way healthier now because of it. Mm-hmm. And I find I have more time to read books about interesting topics learn some shit, listen to other podcasts, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I just... just, uh, When I was doing it, I felt like it was a huge waste of time. It really sucks time away from your life. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, you might be right, because iPhone's got, like, this screen time thing. It shows you how much time you've been done. That's terrifying. You should never look at that. I'm going to look at it right now. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta go. Screen time. I gotta find it. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. So my daily average is down. Dude, it used to be like 19 hours on my phone, like a daily. Day? Yeah. No. So, my so my daily average is seven hours and 14 minutes. It's 20 percent down from last week. Wow. So it says see activity, see all activity. All right, so I spent. <laughs> so this week, <laughs> are you sure you six want to hours talk about this? Forty eight minutes on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! Four hours, forty six minutes on Facebook. Three hours, fifty three minutes in text messaging. Three hours, thirty nine minutes in YouTube. <laughs> Two hours, thirty eight minutes on uh, internet. An hour 55 on Google. No, it does not say internet. What does yeah, it say? Safari. Safari. <laughs> it is also two hours old porn. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were trying to hide something. <laughs> two hours? 
But the is it is that just this week? Uh, I don't know. This was, was show more. Oh, oh, an hour and forty minutes on the phone. Yeah, but what's the time frame? I don't know. This is, is it for a week. week? I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm just looking at all the time. I said this week. Yeah, this week. So it's like. <laughs> So an hour in mail, an hour in maps, 45 minutes on words with friends. That's my shit. I play words with friends all the time. Words with friends. I challenge anybody and everybody. You want me to come at me? Well, let's go. I love that game. Well, 40 minutes on Snapchat. As much time on words with friends as you did with porn, you'd be a master. It was two hours. <laughs> That's 24 hours in a day. Multiply that times seven days a week. <laughs> that's 168 hours so if you do 168 hours divided by 2 I mean well 2 divided by 168 hours that's less than 1% so go fuck yourself <laughs> wow 1% of my time less than 1% of my time yeah I guess if you look at it that way that's the best way to look at it <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's some depressing shit. Hey, listen. I'm, hey, I'm not judging. You know, I just think I it's funny. I don't care if you. I don't care if you was. Hey, you got self conscious about it. I'm not self conscious. I was gonna skip over it. I knew you were. That's why I was trying to call you out on it. But then uh, it was separated into two different categories. Wait, it said Safari and then porn. It, well, it had. It had the actual site. It's site. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of that time, it's been searching. Like, you got a product. <laughs> like, you got to find a good one. You can't, you know, a lot of that time, it's been searching. Like, oh, that's not, not really. Uh, nah, that's just how I'm not feeling this. Nah. Oh, this might be. Uh, nah, nah, let me get out of here. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you can laugh at me if you want to. I'm not the only person who ever watched porn. I don't care. Like, uh, it's a billion dollar industry, and I ain't got a billion dollars, so that tells you something. No. So everybody, I'm not. I'm everybody not, watches porn. Good, because I'm not ashamed of it. No, and I won't be uh, shamed for it. I refuse. No, you don't want to be porn shamed. No, no, don't don't porn shame me, bro. Mm-mm. Not here. So not today. Damn right. That so. is funny though. <laughs> I was gonna skip over it. I knew it. I'm like, fuck it. It's just it's it's just material for the show. Fuck <laughs> it. We'll just get rid of it. But I do spend a lot of time on my phone. Uh you know, I think everybody does nowadays. Like, there's no way you can survive without your phone anymore. It's so um such an integral part of your daily life. Like, you know, you, you walk out of the house without losing without without having your phone, you literally have to stop everything and go back and get it. You know, I force myself to do it particularly when I go golf or mm -hmm. run I do not take my phone with me so I'm afraid because I'm always worried about if something happens Mm -hmm. emergency wise I have no way to contact help think about 15 years ago mm -hmm. there was emergencies you know yeah but but you know what but you know what the difference was between now and 15 years ago what's that Every block or every other block had a payphone. When was the last time you saw a payphone? Yeah, but if somebody in your family was trying to get a hold of you, they weren't calling a fucking payphone. No, but if you needed to reach out for an emergency situation, you you had means to contacting emergency personnel. Or even if you needed to contact family, they had one eight hundred collect one eight hundred call ATT. Say your first name. Hey, mom, it's me. I'm at Broad and say your last name. Broad and Gerard, come get me now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sir, you have a get collect call from. Hey, mom, it's me. I'm at Broad and Gerard. Uh, I'm ready to go. Come get me. Do you accept the charges? No. <laughs> Click. <laughs> and go get your kid. That's how you used to do it all the time. But there's well, no there's no pay phones no more. That's a big difference between your youth and mine. Because I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere. There no pay phones out by me. Well, I grew up in the city and there was... But I'm saying I didn't have it. We got by just fine. You know, it's like if somebody needs to get a hold of you, call your house. Let me ask you a question. Your wife goes out for the day. She leaves her phone home. She's going for eight, nine hours. Are you worried? Mm-hmm. I, I panic. There you go. <laughs> what the fuck? But 
I'm conditioned now to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, you know, 1995, if I was the same age, I wouldn't give it a shit. That's every day. But I, I legit... Listen, I'll panic if I'm calling her and she's just not answering her phone. <laughs> and I know she has it with her. Yeah. It's a mixture of worry and sheer anger that she's not picking up the phone. <laughs> like, why do you have the phone? Uh, she could be recording a podcast. Well, it's true. But I, I hate slim and smooth. This is why. Her that's podcast. her podcast? Well, I'm sure there's plenty of content there for her to talk about. <laughs> Especially on the slim part. It's no doubt. Shit. I probably wrote in a couple comments. <laughs> Shit. So. Oh, uh, man. What do we got today? I need to see a chiropractor. I want to get my back cracked. I think chiropractors are shams. I don't know, man. People swear by it. Ugh. My back is... I never had my, like... I never saw a chiropractor get professionally, like, adjusted. So I kind of want to. Mm. I mean, listen, to each your own on that. But uh, I mean, if it works and you like it, by all means, pay for it. Mm. But to call yourself a doctor of chiropractic medicine when you're not really a doctor, it's kind of fucked up. The doctors, they go to medical nope. school, right? Nope. What, what kind of Do some research on it. They go to like a school, but it's like an eighth of the time a real doctor spends in school. <laughs> so what? How much time do you need? You need that much time. It's not a real doctor. They are a real doctors. No. They, they crack you, but they spe- they're, talk to a, a doctor. They a real doctor. A real MD who practices orthopedic surgery. Okay. It's different. No, it's not. It's not different. What's different? This is specialty. He specializes in orthopedic surgery. Except that dude went to school until he was like 32 years old. Let me ask you a question. Can an orthopedic surgeon professionally adjust the spine? No, because they wouldn't waste time on sham medicine. So (laughs) (laughs) they know that. So orthopedic surgeon can't adjust the spine. Can an orthopedic surgeon do open heart surgery? Hold up. Let me show you something. I'm going to do some chiropractic medicine on my fingers right now. Hold on. Hear that? Oh, my knuckles feel so much better. That's what they just do to your spine. It's the same thing. Well, I can't do it, so it works. Just because you can't do it doesn't mean it does anything. I need it done. No, you don't. Yeah, my back is so tight. My point is, if it works for you and you actually get some relief, whether it's real or psychosomatic, I'm all about it. Whatever works for you. I think it is not real medicine. I think Slim is a hater because he failed biology. No, I was a biology major. Were you really? Yeah. You know how many biology measures I keep meeting? And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why are you here? Go somewhere else. Well, because I'm an idiot. It's one, the life choices two, that I made. Three. There's like four people we work with are bio majors. You can't do anything with a bio degree, dude. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. All that money down the drain. Useless. Nice. My college education, mm-hmm. while... I could accredit it to the position I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think it was a useless endeavor. So if those I mean, it's not useless, but the amount of money that it costs doesn't weigh into what I make. I agree, and, and I would, I would never. Discourage anybody from going to college? Yeah, either would I. But on our staff, there's what, like 30 people? For I was the only one that I am the only one that don't have a college degree. Uh, no, there's a couple others. Oh, one other. The new guy. Nah, another guy. Who? Oh, really? Oh, two. Oh, three. So three of what, 35? Nah, don't have college degrees. I actually flunked out of college and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't take college serious at all. 
and I almost had a shit ton of debt. I don't have any student loan debt anymore. Like I had like $10,000 of student loan debt. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm back in school now because now there's certain shit that I want to do and it requires a degree, which is fucking bullshit. But because um, it has no bearings on what I want to do in life, but the, the profession that I want to go into next um, requires a four year degree for no fucking reason. Um, but I, you know, I don't put a lot of emphasis on college. Like you want to go, go, if you know what you want to do, go. I went to college because I was told to go to college. I didn't know what the fuck I want to do. I wasted time and I wasted money and I left. Well, I, I flunked out, but, and I'm in the same job as motherfuckers with biology degrees, political science degrees, uh, bachelors, masters, making the same fucking money, doing the same fucking job as everybody else. With none of the uh, student loan debt, so mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, talking shit, but like, fuck that, man. Listen, yeah. go with what you want to do. I'm you not discouraging higher education, but if I didn't need it to go into another career path, I wouldn't fucking take it at all. No, it's just a waste of time and money for me. I think there's just such a culture in America right now. Like, it's just the next step in life is to go to college. For a lot of people, I'm not saying not everyone has that opportunity, but it just feels like it's something you're supposed to do. Well, I and so like- all these people go into college having no idea mm-hmm. what yeah. they're going to graduate with. That was and me. It- I wish time. I wish I would have went into the military. Me I wanted too. to go to the Marines. Hundred percent. There's only two regrets I have in life. One is not going into the Marines. Me too. I talk about it with my wife all the time. It's only two. And uh, it's a real shame because I think I would have thrived in the military. I would have also. And then I would have gotten out. I would have had a I lot probably of would have been real life experience. I probably would have been career. And I could have had the military then pay for my college. Yep. And then it's worth it. I didn't and you get the GI Bill. Pay a dime. And you get That's the, what uh, you what's get the other one? It. The um, veterans loan? Oh, for, for houses? VA loan? Yeah. Oh, my God. No money down? You know what, what kind of a benefit that is? It's huge. Huge. Not only that, it's no money down, but it's typically and no a lot lower. And no PMI. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so biggest regret. Shout, shout out to all the uh, veterans and military personnel. Yeah, right good on. on you. Keep rocking. Huge regret I, in my I life. I, want. I tell my wife that all the time. She's probably tired of hearing it. It's probably on her podcast. Fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> if only he went to the military, we'd have a hell of a lot more money right now. <laughs> or a Hellcat. Or, yeah. Maybe. So. Talk about the car? Yeah. Yeah. yeah military dudes always buy like nice ass cars. It's <laughs> because it's the first money they ever see. 19 year old kid comes back, all this cash in his pocket, which really isn't that much when you think about it. Goes out and buys a badass car. Yeah, fucking rocking, rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. Home Alone. Love that movie. Good fucking movie. It's classic. I'm up here, your horse's ass. Mm Hmm. Keep the change, you filthy animal. When did you discover that movie? When you were a kid? Yeah, when it came out. Yeah. No, that was younger when it first came out. Wasn't sure if that was a late discovery for you. Why would it be a late discovery? I don't know. Some people were sheltered when they were kids. Like, didn't watch movies and shit. I mean, we watched all kinds of shit. I tell you, we got our ass whooped a lot. We used to average two or three ass whoopers a week, me and my two sisters. (laughs) A piece. But that doesn't translate into pop culture movies and shit. It translated that we wasn't sheltered. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's what that translated to. We wasn't sheltered at all. We got our ass whooped often, (laughs) weekly. Two or three ass whoopers a week, a piece. My mom and dad was busy whooping ass. Professional ass whoopers. That should be on their resume. I'm a professional ass whooper. Whooper. We got my ass whooped a lot. So no, I wasn't sheltered in the least bit. So, fuck it. Hey, that uh, Instagram post that you put up about Levittown. Oh, the houses? The uh, uh, the federal government yeah. legally discriminated against black people buying houses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you mentioned this. Uh, it was like a generational wealth gap point that you mm-hmm. were making mm-hmm. several episodes ago. 
It's on the uh, Instagram site if you want to look at it. You can look I at the whole video. Episode 9 is where mm-hmm. we talked about, talk about it. And uh, so if you want to go back, listen to that, and then watch that post on our Instagram, it's a short little clip. And it's it's fairly interesting. Guy makes some good points. And uh, it does explain Smooth's point that he was trying to make. There's one explanation of many examples of uh, uh, systematic racism and uh, how it actually affects black people today. Even things from 50, 60 years ago, how a lot of the effects are still being felt. I mean, I, I always encourage people to do their own research and come up with their own analysis of the information. Um, but, you know, if I got it, I'm going to share it. I think education is, uh, is huge and we all need to learn lessons and share them in life. So. But my point was, it got a lot of traction on this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people commented on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was an interesting take. You want to give a brief overview of it? Well, it was about uh, these developers who wanted to build homes outside the city of New York back in the day when people weren't living outside the city in the suburbs. Yeah, post-war. Yeah, and uh, they couldn't find financing from private banks. So they actually went to the federal government. And I think it was, was it HUD? Federal Housing Federal Housing Administration. FHA. FHA, the Federal, federal Housing Administration gave these dudes loans for what, 17,000 houses that they built? And they were said, we'll give you these loans, but when we give these loans, number one, you can't rent the black people, you can't sell it to black people, and when they sell the house, it's a clause in the contract that are still in the the contracts today that say it's you cannot sell this house to a black person and you cannot rent this house to a black person. I mean, obviously they aren't enforced anymore. Um, but back then the houses cost, we would say like $8,000. So anybody who had a job, black, white, Hispanic or whatever, you can afford a house. But because these laws are in place, like I said, legal segregation and uh, they were in place. So black people couldn't buy those houses. So those $8,000, Houses turned into be a hundred thousand dollar houses, which turned into be two hundred thousand dollars houses, and so on and so on. And that wealth, that money was passed down from the parents to the children, so those children can go out and buy their own houses, and then they can take the wealth from that house, give it to their children, go out and buy their own houses, and so on and so on. But the fact of the matter is, black people have been blocked from that. So they've been legally discriminated against uh, when it comes to wealth building and the um, avenues that white people had and they were provided for them to build wealth generationally were legally denied to black people by the federal government. So this is another uh, example of systemic racism and how like there there are and people get people get all up in arms and say, oh, why should I pay for something that, you know, happened 200 years ago that I had nothing to do with? Well, you got to like reparations, you mean like reparations or whatever. But like you are benefiting from what your parents and your grandparents and the parents before them were able to benefit from back in the day. You're still benefiting from it because if your great grandparents were able to have access to wealth and give their children a better quality of life than black people were, then that group of children can have children and give their children a better quality of life and so on and so on until it gets to you. So if you're affected in a positive way over the years or decades by that, why would you not think that black people are still being affected in a negative way uh, the same way you're benefiting positively? So, you know, it just goes to show. And um, what are you talking about? Reparations? Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. I felt like that's where your argument was kind of headed. Like no, it's, I mean... It's a, an argument for why reparations might work, is what, is what you're... Well, reparations is an argument that uh, should have been had directly after slavery, after 400 years working for free. Yeah, you're right. It, 
it's a lot messier now. A lot yeah. messier. Um, and we should, we could have been uh, rectified by them, but of course, people don't want to do what's right unless somebody comes and put a foot in the ass and pass laws. So, uh, like we were talking earlier, was it North Carolina voted to? Yeah, I saw that. Um, just yesterday. What did they vote? They voted to. Uh, well, they approved reparations, reparations. in Asheville, North yeah. Carolina, I think. And I used to, I used to live in West North Carolina. Yeah, you so lived I was in, in like, like two years. Yeah, Asheville was like an hour, hour away. That's where, I, that's where I saw the Fry Master. Yeah, <laughs> the only other black dude in Franklin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so they voted to pass for reparations, but I think they were talking about like a payment, and I and and I'm all about for reparations, but I think paying people a set amount of money is a slap in the face for 400 years of slavery and then 100 years of Jim Crow and segregation. Uh, $25,000 ain't gonna cut it. Uh, like I said, you know, my plan was to let black people be tax free for the same amount of time that slavery and Jim Crow were enacted and let them catch up, let them close the wealth gap. And for those of people who think that black people are lazy and don't work and always just want handouts, if you, if you make them tax free, guess what? If they don't work, they don't get any fucking money. So that solves your problem. And you don't have to take money from somewhere else to, you know, give money to black people. Let them earn it. Yeah, I'm not a huge proponent of big lump sum cash payments. No. Or even I mean, unless you're talking about like three or four hundred thousand dollars. Then you gotta I don't think just handing somebody three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, I don't think that fixes anything. That fixes a lot of shit. Dude. That fixes a lot of things. I don't know, man. No, it fixes it's never a lot. enough. Free money, free money is never enough. Handing somebody a, a lump sum of cash. How many uh, stories have you heard about people hitting the lottery mm-hmm. and they get all this crazy money mm-hmm. and, and it, ruin, it ruins their fucking lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're smart about it and educate yourself on how to manage money, mm-hmm. you know it can work. But some of these people that win lottery and all of a sudden they're, you know, $150 million in a bank account. Mm-hmm. And then they're broke in like four years. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, that's messed up. So you're really not helping anybody well, by just giving free money. Well, that's, that's why, well, that's why I said don't give out a payment. No. I like make, your make tax free. Yeah. I make like them that work idea. for it, make them earn it. Yeah. And then it'll close the generational wealth gap. Like, it, it, I mean, listen, nothing in this country is free. Except for slaves, slave labor, that's free. But uh, nothing in this country is free. They want to let them work for it, make them tax free on the money that they earn, stuff that they buy, the properties that they buy, make them tax free. Well, even and, slaves weren't free. Well, I'm just saying, like their labor was. Yeah, but you, well, you buy a slave for five thousand dollars, and then you buy two slaves for five grand. Make them have five kids. I mean, it was a business. Yeah, make them have five kids. Make them have five kids. Make them have five kids. And then you got a, a plantation of 400 slaves in a matter of fucking 15 years. Yeah. You know? You, your initial investment was what? 10000 That's basically fucking free. That's true. Yeah. And now all these other people that you get from the two, they're free. Yeah, I mean, I think... And I don't have the article right in front of me, mm-hmm. but the one in North Carolina, I think it was cash. Yeah, which I don't agree with. Yeah, because there's just, not enough. There's not enough cash. You can say here, like I said, unless it's like enough where you can like put down on the house and have some money left over, and like, all right, life. That now that's life changing. Four hundred thousand dollars is life changing. Um, if you use it appropriately. If you, you know. not, regardless, four hundred thousand dollars is life changing. Whether you but use it purpose properly it or not. Changing, for the good or the worse is my point. Doesn't matter. It's still life changing. But I don't agree with a uh, payment because, like I said, uh, if you get a job and you forego taxes, you can get two jobs actually or more. And then the money you save in taxes when you buy and, and sell goods, um, it's much more beneficial than getting a lump sum payment. And what it does is it will force a lot of these conglomerate companies to start partnership. A partnership with uh, minorities like blacks 
where they have to be 50% owner of the company. And I mean, whatever the reason, I mean, obviously they're only doing it for the tax benefits, uh, but it, it, it forces uh, economic growth and wealth into the black community and black culture. So I guess I gets there. that's more my point mm-hmm. is that you're teaching a man how to fish, mm-hmm. catch fish for life. Right. Versus giving him a fish. Yeah, to, and I agree to with eat you for a day. I agree with you on that. You know, I wholeheartedly agree with you. So. I think that's where big lumps on payments fall flat. They just don't think um, you're going to get a desired effect. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. But that's you know, that's that's my take on reparation. How I feel about, it. and that's not my original idea. I overheard that idea a couple years ago, and I, I felt right in line with like, yeah, I think that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, either way you look at it, whether you do a lump sum or you make black people tax free, there's going to be white people that's going to be pissed off about black people being made equal any, anyway. They're going to come up with my grandfather and my father had did it. Yeah, because they were provided certain shit that helped them out along the way that black people didn't get that you benefit from today. And if you don't fucking understand that, then I can't I don't know what to tell you. It is not a level playing field. It has never been and it's still not today. I guess what the fear is, and this is where I think your idea might call that fear a little bit, is if you're going to reach into somebody else's pocket for the shit that they've worked for. Which I agree. Regardless regardless of the benefit that they may or may not have received. And I get that. And I get that. And that's why I'm saying, don't, you don't have to go print money. Right. Just make black people tax free. They're a minority. Make them, make them tax free. So... I agree. I think that's much more palatable. You know, if that's a direction that we're going to head. Yeah. So, and that's Why just not? my, uh, that's where I fall in line with it. So, well, people are always going to complain. Nothing's ever good enough. People always got something to say. You're never going to get around that. So, so I really don't care. But, uh, <laughs> fuck them. Oh, you don't care about people getting upset about it? No, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck that you upset that the playing field is about to be level and you got to work hard now. You got to work just as hard as everybody well, else. Hold on. It's not like we're not working hard. I'm not, I work hard. I'm not you saying you hard. don't work hard, but I'm just saying like, now you got to work hard because now the fucking, uh, you got other people to compete against instead of just white people. You got black people now. Got to compete. Got to compete. And it's gonna it's gonna be harder because you thought it was hard before. There's more competition now because now the things are level, the le- fields are level. I say bring it on. Yeah, a lot of I say bring it on too, but a lot of people don't. I love competition. Bring it, bitch! It's oh. Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, bring it on, man. I I would love I would love for that to happen. You know, but I think good, healthy competition. Breeds a very healthy capital market. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's a, it's a very important part of it. I agree. So, what is what it is? So we'll see. Damn, that went fast. An hour already. I, I know. What do you say we call it? Uh, we hit our topics. I mean, we got. Oh, we didn't say. Askablackguy.com. Guys, go there. Submit a topic. Uh, we'll talk about it. Let you know if we'll bring it up. Also, old brother cheesesteaks. You gotta go to old brother no city. Uh, go get a cheesesteak. Go get some of the exotic um French fries. Very good, delicious. Made to order. Tell them ask a black guy sent you. Slim and smooth sent you over there. Go get hooked up. Oh, and if, oh, and if you go to ask a black guy, actually, if you go to old brother, how about this? You go to uh, Old Brother and you buy the food. Take a picture of you and Old Brother and send it to Ask a Black Guy and we will post it on our Instagram. So we can, you know, give our fans credit for, you know, listening and actually checking these people out. And it helps a really good business recover Mm -hmm. while we reopen the city from COVID. Yeah. Um, a lot of restaurants have closed, particularly restaurants that I liked. 
I uh, recently realized that close the doors. Oh, kind of sad, man. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, COVID-19 was a hard blow to a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. There's a pizza place on 7th and Chestnut that closed that I went to all the time. 7th and Chestnut, what was there? Yeah, right next to uh little deli there. Oh, yeah, Pizza Fresca. Gone. I know. I like Pizza Fresca. I went to, um, they have multiple locations in the city, but I went to go order from there the other day, and I called their number and had this jersey number, and they were just down. I don't yep. think they're coming back. And then uh, the Mexican joint. Further down on the left-hand side? On, yep, on the south-hand side of the street. Damn, that was good. I went there a couple times. Gone. El Azteca. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's so, uh, man, city definitely feeling the effects of this lockdown. So, mm-hmm. keep oh brother alive because it's a good sandwich spot. It is a very good sandwich spot. All right, folks. Visit us, askablackguy.com. Follow us Instagram. at askablackguy. Write in some topics. Get involved with Topic of the Week. Go to our GoFundMe page. Donate so we can buy some uh, yeah better equipment because we done broke we our need, microphone stand. We need a new setup that can allow three mics so we can start getting guests. So and we, we need to get cameras out. so we can start uh, recording video recording the podcast and we can put it on I YouTube. just don't know if I want to subject you're so, listeners to my face you're so anti camera anti social media Dude, you look, subject me to your face you subject your wife to your face I know I feel bad for you and her listen share the pain I, I don't want to subject our listeners to that listen, I really don't not really trying to hear that it looks <laughs> just like the caricature on the website. <laughs> Fucking splitting image. Well, then you don't need to see my face. Just look at the caricature. It's very creepy. Like <laughs> it's like a like a bobblehead. Boing, boing, boing. But yeah. So. Alright. Alright, ladies time. and gentlemen. Thanks for sharing your speakers. See you.